Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and we are getting so close to the end of the year, which means we are getting that much closer to the beginning of the year where we have to start this whole thing over again. That is why I have created the series, The 4P Push. New Year strategies, things to help you get prepared for the new year, things that you may not have thought about in years past and to your detriment. So we're trying to get them right this time around. I'm helping you with those things. So if you are so inclined, please continue to listen and subscribe to the podcast so that you know when they come out, you can listen to them when you're working out. I'm pretty funny. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm a vibe. So stick around. Today, we're going to talk about prioritizing for the new year and what you need to do. Again, we have a series going on and I'm going to be doing this until I close out this season of the podcast, which is coming up next month. So I can't believe we have gone through yet another season, but it's been great. I've been having a great time. So let's get into today's podcast, shall we? Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm so happy that you are joining me today. Subscribe if a CEO mindset is something you want to obtain and you want to find the intersection where your work and life coexist. The sky is the limit when you're clear about your value, consistent in the way you share said value, and you're upfront and honest about who you are while sharing it. There are so many examples to follow and learn from. Let's get into today's, shall we? Okay, so there are, let me see, one, two, three, four different things that I want to help you to do as you prepare for the new year. And I try to put them in sort of a a way that you can remember them. So hopefully it's going to be helpful. So the first one is reflection. And this is where I want you to take some time to reflect on the year, not for performance sake, but to acknowledge the fact that you actually are still standing, sis, like, it's hard. There are businesses out here that did not make it. There are people who did not keep their jobs this year for whatever reason. There are people who, you know, their personal life was a mess and the situation they had is no longer the situation they have. There are all kinds of things that could have happened. And if you are in a position that none of those negative things really happened to you and you were able to sustain yourself and maintain where you were in your life and business and your career, kudos to you. Let's give ourselves a round of applause, pat ourselves on the back. This is a time to reflect on that. That's This is a time to look back and consider each month and practice gratitude here. Not just for the fact that you made it through the year, but for the lessons learned during this time. I say all the time, this podcast is about constantly evolving and being open to the failures so that you can fail forward and you can learn from those mistakes and those things that didn't necessarily work out. They inform your next attempt. So if you're still standing, let's be thankful for those lessons, those failures, and know that we are in a better position now to move forward and be successful in whatever it is we're trying to do. So reflect on the year. Look at each month. Give it its own time. And just really consider what has gone on and how you have overcome things. 
the mountains you climb, the valleys that you've overcome, all of that. Let's just think about that and then show some gratitude. Also, I want you to think about the people that you've helped. Imagine your service, your product, your perspective on a situation helped someone overcome their problem or their challenge. You were able to provide assistance when there seemed to be no hope, possibly, for some people. That is a blessing. And I want you to think about those people that you've helped. Again, pat yourself on the back because you did that. You did that thing, okay? You should be proud of yourself. You should be so excited that the people you helped were able to overcome their challenges or the products you provided gave them what they needed to get them out of their rut. That is a feat. But also, think about the people who helped you. How were you served this year? How did someone pour into you? It could have been a service they provided you, but it could have been a word. It could have been the fact that they shook your hand and said thank you. They smiled at you when you needed it. They were there to listen when you needed it. How were you helped this year? This is the time to be thankful, to reflect on these things and practice gratitude. If you had a client that you served and you are appreciative for that client, show that. It's the holidays. Be appreciative. If you were poured into and someone actually gave you what you needed in a time of need, again, this is the perfect time of the year to practice gratitude, to show your appreciation. What can you do? It doesn't have to be monetary. It could be a simple phone call. But if you do want to show your gratitude by purchasing a gift, be thoughtful in that. Don't make it something that they can find anywhere. Like really put some thought into it. You've reflected on the year. You've decided that you are grateful for still standing. You are thankful that you were able to help someone. You are appreciative that someone helped you. Really lean into that and think about how you can show your appreciation, how you can personify this gratitude that you have and and really do that this is the time of the year for that so the first thing that I want you to do when prioritizing the new year is to really reflect on this year and appreciate and show gratitude that you're still standing okay now the next thing that I want you to do is an evaluation process now it's time to look at what worked what didn't you shown your appreciation, you're grateful, you've, you know, basked in the glory of still being here. But now it's time to get down to business and look at, like, put everything out in front of you for the year. What worked, what didn't, okay? Did you start your campaigns on time? That's a question that I often ask myself, um, at least, well, I did when I was, like, up until maybe two or three years ago, when I was still trying to figure out, like, what campaigns I wanted to do. And the question was, when do you need to start your campaigns? And that's why I created my holiday marketing guide, which I'm going to get to in a little bit. But did you start them on time? Did you even create campaigns? Because I believe if you're selling a product or if you have a service, you should create campaigns that promote them, right? I shouldn't say should because I hate to, someone said once before that should is shame on, you're putting shame on what someone what you think someone should be doing. I think it's something like that, but I don't want to say should. So what I'll say is 
I believe that if you sell a product or a service, it is a good idea to create campaigns that promote them. And being structured and strategic in the creation of that promotion strategy is important for the success of the campaign itself. So creating campaigns need to be really thought through. If you have something that you want, if there's a, a launch that you want to do, you need to think that thing out like weeks and weeks prior to the actual date that you want to launch because you need to have time to create the campaign, like really think it through, come up with a good concept. Then you need to create all the materials and the images that are going to help you promote it. Then you need to actually promote it and you need to do all of that in enough time that your audience, the ideal audience, gets a chance to absorb the information, make their decisions about whether or not they want to do it, actually put it on their calendar. It's a process. You don't just think of an idea and then throw it out there and pray that it sticks. You really want to have a strategy for it. So this is the time to evaluate whether or not you did a good job with that or not. Also, should you have approached your lead generation differently? This is another question that I like to evaluate throughout the year so that I will at the end of the year so I can prioritize for the new year. When generating leads, that can look differently depending on your business, but there are all kinds of ways to do it. And your sales funnel is important to that customer experience and that lead generation experience. And it really starts with maybe them not even seeing you. Maybe um, they just got a referral and you were the referral. This is a perfect example. The other day I was out with a girlfriend and she wanted a turkey. I was telling her that my husband and I had uh, ordered a a smoked turkey and she wanted the information for the guy that was going to be smoking our turkey. She'd never seen this man before. She'd never experienced his brand before. So her very first interaction with him is going to be a link that I send her for her ability to get this turkey. So if that is the very, that is the very beginning of her customer experience with him, that is lead generation in a situation where you didn't really have control over it. So if your sales funnel, if your customer experience from the beginning is not great, you could be having a problem with your lead generation. So think about that. Having a system to capture these leads is going to be the lifeline of your business. So your sales funnel here and the beginning of that sales funnel is very important. The entire navigation through the sales funnel is extra important because at any point in time, you could have cog in the wheel a cog in the wheel, is that how you say that? There could be some hiccups, some bottlenecks, and some trouble. And your customer's experience with your brand is not great. So when you're thinking about lead generation, it's not just making phone calls, sales calls. It's not just about doing cold calls or going to networking events. It's about the entire experience. It's about the nonverbal communication, the narrative, the nonverbal narrative that your brand is speaking that is going to contribute to not only the number of leads you get, but the quality of leads that you get as well. The last thing you want is to feel like you have to constantly reinvent the wheel to get new clients. So a positive customer experience can mean the difference in loyal referring customers, and it could be the difference in being in this constant selling mode. Nobody wants to do that. So the question, again, that we should be evaluating that I think is a good idea to evaluate, there I go saying should again, is do you need to change your approach to lead generation? This is an evaluation. Did it work? Did it not work? These are some things that you need to, that I would suggest uh, evaluating. 
Also, could you have done a better job with your social media and getting people to your website? I struggle with this and sometimes I still do getting people to your website. I am so, I love talking in, you know, in-person events. I like going to networking. I like talking to people, but I could do a better job, quite honestly, of getting people to my website. So that's something that I am going to be evaluating um, really hard this year. And I've already talked to my team about how I want to do it. But could you possibly need help doing a better job with your social media and getting people to your website? Have you ever heard the term hero content before? Well, it is the highest form of content you share consistently for free. Okay, so this is like your blog post, your podcast, a newsletter or videos. That's what I mean. This is content marketing. And believe it or not, one of the best ways to get people to your website is to have some form of content marketing on your website or some form of content, hero content on your website that you use social media to distribute that information through. And a lot of people are thinking that social media is just for you to throw pictures up or to throw ads up, but really it's an opportunity for you. It's a vehicle through which you distribute this amazing value that you're bringing to your ideal audience so that they know you, they begin to like you and they trust you and then they want to buy from you. That is the point of this hero content. Content is king, but you need value that is royal in order for people to care about what it is you're saying. So what you're bringing to the table needs to be really thought through and it needs to provide value to your ideal audience. And that is one way to get better at social media and getting people to your website by creating that hero content and then using social media to distribute it and push them back to your website to actually see that hero content. Social media is a great way, like I said, to distribute this. So, the question is, did you do any of this this year? How did you do any of this this year? Is there room for improvement in this area? Can you do a better job with your social media and getting people to your website? Now, I want to share with you before I move any further in this last area that you can do a little bit job prioritizing for the new year. I want to talk to you about my ultimate holiday marketing campaign guide and my, my boss stage quiz. Now, the Ultimate Holiday Marketing Guide, does it's a little deceiving because it's not just for Christmas, Thanksgiving, and New Year's, that holiday, quote unquote. It is for all the different holidays of the year where creating a marketing campaign could be useful to your business. And what it does is it provides you a timeline through which you can start the process of creating that campaign and when you should actually be promoting for that holiday. And it gives you some insight into ways you can really optimize the experience for the creation of these campaigns. So I highly recommend, if you're listening to this podcast, that you should grab that down in the show notes. I'm going to link it down below because I believe that it is so useful. I It took me years to get this figured out. Why would you try to figure this out on your own when I've already done it? Just grab it and use it. It's a free tool that you can use to help you create better campaigns for yourself next year. This is this podcast, this series, the 4P Push series is about helping you to create personal, this personal branding tips 
for positive, proactive practices in your business next year. This is what I'm helping you with because I don't think that it makes sense for us to keep doing the same thing over and over again, trying to get different results. Let's prioritize our new year. Let's start now. We should have started a while ago. Um, that's why I'm doing this through the end of the season because I think it's that important to get you set up for next year. So the ultimate holiday marketing guide is one thing that you can use to get you ready for next year. You can go ahead now, before the end of this year, pull your calendar out, look at the holiday marketing guide, put on your calendar the different holidays you want to promote something, launch something, and then use the guide to help you reverse engineer when you need to get started creating those campaigns. That's just, I mean, just do that. I think that's just a great way to start off the new year and prioritize the new year. The other tool that I have for you that I'm putting down in the show notes is my stages of bossing quiz. I think it's a good idea for you to take this quiz. Again, it is free, but what it does is it helps you determine whether or not you're the boss you think you are and what stage of bossing you're in. Why is that important? Well, when you understand the stage of bossing you're in, you can then better determine what types of clients you need to be, you know, your ideal audience, um, because it's going to help you understand like where you are and who's beneath you that you can, you can provide your services for. And then it'll also help you understand, okay, if there are people above you, other stages of bossing, then you have something to aspire to, you know, kind of where you fall in the grand scheme of things. So the boss, the stages of bossing quiz is perfect to help you identify who your ideal audience could potentially be in terms of the level of bossing they're in, but it could also give you something to aspire to by by seeing what other bosses are going, you know, where other bosses are on in their stages as well. So I suggest grabbing the ultimate marketing guide so that you can go ahead and start planning out your campaigns for next year, and then also taking my Stages of Boston quiz to determine what stage of Boston you're in so that you can make better decisions about what it is you need to be doing in your business and who it is you need to be serving. <sighs> okay, now, I think I'm ready for the next uh, way that you can prioritize for the new year, and that is contemplation. What you want to think about here is, was not thinking about these things what cost you sales and what could have been done differently? All the things we talked about before. So I want you to look at your numbers, your networking, and your knowledge. Are these areas of improvement? If you did not think about these areas, could it have cost you sales? What could you be doing differently? Well, let's look at them independently. Your numbers. Was the growth, stagnation, or struggles to create content, was that a problem? Look at your Google Analytics to see how many people came to your website, what pages were actually looked at the most, how long people stayed on your pages, if there were clicks, if there were um, conversions. Google Analytics is a great way to look at your numbers. You can also look at stats on your social media platforms. Those numbers will tell you your impressions. That's the number of people that actually saw your content. It'll show you the number of clicks throughs that go to your website from those images or those posts. It'll show you how many people looked at your profile. That's a good, these are good numbers to look at. You can also look at things like your subscription numbers if you're thinking about your YouTube channel or you can look at your down, number of downloads if you have a podcast. Look at those 
podcasts and videos and see which one's got the most views or the most downloads. Maybe that is content you need to spend more time on. Those are areas of or topics that you need to spend more time on because it's obvious people really were intrigued by those that information. Your numbers tell you the story and you want to use that information to prioritize your new year. Networking. Do you need to improve your networking? Did you even go out there and get out there enough? That's the first thing. Did you did you get in front of enough people? Sales is a numbers game. I remember when I was selling Premier Designs jewelry, they talked about it takes 100 no's to get to your yes. So it's a numbers game. It's not that you're not good. It's not that what you have is not valuable to other people. Maybe it's just that you didn't get it in front of enough people. So do you need to get out and network more? Did you engage on social media, right? This is a great opportunity that I missed out on for years because I didn't think about it. I was so busy just trying to get stuff up that I wasn't thinking about actually engaging with the people that liked it. So if people like your images on, on Instagram, why don't you send them a DM and say, thanks for liking my image. You can create a whole like um, template for this. I have a template that I'll send people when they like my, my material and I'll say, hey, thanks for the like. I really appreciate it. I love that you did that. Tell me what you liked about it. Or I might even say, hey, I'm going to check out your profile as well. But just so you know, I have even more content over on YouTube. Here's my link. Check it out. I'd love for you to subscribe. It's just engaging. You never know what that little thing will do to bring more people to your website, to look at your products, to, to um, like your page or follow you. Um, also, what about serving? Did you serve others to gain exposure? That's a good one. Often you can optimize collaborations because you serve similar audiences without there actually being competition. So an example of this is if I have a graphic designer at my chamber of commerce and she's dealing with people who constantly want to do revisions and she's struggling to stop them to, from asking from four or five, six revisions, then I would love to be a, a partner with her and say, hey, send them over to me. Let me help them get connected to their brand and their audience. Let me help them create a strategy so that when they come to you, they have a very clear idea of what it is they want to do so that they may only do one revision. And that revision is just because the color wasn't right or the image was exactly what they were thinking. But they have a very clear understanding of what their narrative is and what they want this image to say and the emotions that they want it to evoke. So the graphic designer is going to spend less time on that client, but they're still going to make the same amount of money. I'm going to make money as well, but it's the same audience that we're serving. But it requires me to get out there and actually serve maybe the graphic designer. Maybe I send her some clients. Maybe she's having an event and I show up and I buy a ticket. Or maybe I she has a nonprofit and I, uh, or she supports a nonprofit and I show up to help her as a volunteer at that nonprofit. That is another way of networking and getting yourself out there, getting exposure and serving instead of selling so that people see that you're valuable and you're not just in it for a dollar and they are more prone to send you clients or work with you. That is another way to prioritize some of these areas that you don't necessarily think about. So I want you to contemplate this as you prioritize your new year. And then lastly, knowledge. It's time to grow. If you are in the same place, thinking the same thoughts, doing the same things, think about doing something different to get a different result, to grow, to expand your mindset. So personal growth is important here. Professional growth. Do you need to take classes? Do you need to read books? Do you need to do seminars? Look at different webinars. Do you need to expand 
your approach to how you um, serve your industry. That means you need to do some professional growth. There's Skillshare, there's YouTube, there are all kinds of webinars. There's definitely Project CEO, my signature program. Ha ha ha, I'm going to plug that here, of course. But these are ways that you can grow professionally and apply what you learn to the things you do in the new year. This is prioritizing your new year. And then the knowledge, also mindset is huge. Inside Project CEO, we do some mindset work because we are programmed to think certain thoughts. And those thoughts aren't necessarily our thoughts. If given the opportunity to cleanse ourselves from the perspectives and influence and experiences that we've had of our past and then pour into ourselves our real and true thoughts, you'd be surprised how mindset can change. And when mindset changes, all kinds of things can happen because you're opening yourself up to new experiences and to new things that can expand your reach. So knowledge is something here that you need to contemplate. Do you need to grow in areas? Did you grow in areas? Do you need to reduce some things that you think you know and and try, try again? <laughs> that is important, you know? Okay, so the this in the contemplation um, aspect of prioritizing the new year, understanding your numbers, networking, and knowledge is important. All right, now let's move on to the next one. We only have one more to go, but the next one is manipulation. This is where I want you to start playing around with the various pieces of your business puzzle. Do you need to let go of certain products and services? Okay, did certain things sell a lot last year that you want to, you know, um, expand? Or were there things that services that no one ever asked you for, you never really talked about? Maybe it's time to let those go. Also in the manipulations piece, do you need to start delegating tasks? Is it time to build a team? Do you need to adjust your schedule to accommodate anything new? This is a big one. I don't know if you've ever heard me talk about calendar blocking. I talk about it a lot inside Project CEO. Um, Well, actually, I talk about it a lot in the extension of Project CEO in another program, but we haven't gotten there yet. Um, But calendar blocking is so important. Scheduling. Um, workflow, calendar blocking, these are important things. And there be, there comes a time when your life changes. Maybe you just had a baby and you cannot spend as much time doing things as you used to. Maybe you just got married. Maybe you just got divorced. Maybe you had to go back to work. Whatever it is, do you need to adjust your schedule to accommodate anything new? That's how we want to start manipulating, manipulating our schedules. And then are there products or services that people have been requesting and you need to add to your product list. Is that something? Have you been talking about something and getting more and more questions about that thing to the point that you could create a program or you could create a tool or a product or something that can help people? This is a way to manipulate the data that you looked at when you were up here in the uh, evaluation point, when in the contemplation point, when we were contemplating numbers, the, the analytics. When you look at what is going on around you, we're manipulating this data now. How can we use what we now know to grow, to get rid of things, to, I should say, edit. That's a better term, to grow, to edit, um, or to expand. How can we manipulate those numbers? And then let's get to this last thing, the execution. Once you know what changes need to be made, it's time to start making them. It's also time to start planning your strategies, campaigns, hero content, distribution channels and strategies and schedules for the coming year. 
All right, that's it. We've done it. If you want to prioritize your new year, I want you to think about reflection, evaluation, contemplation, manipulation, and execution. I hope that this is helpful. Please give this podcast a a review. We're talking about how to create these. I'm giving you personal branding tips for positive, proactive practices for your new year. That's what the 4P push is all about. If you like this series, please review it. Let me know. Leave a comment. Tell me what you think. And also subscribe to the podcast. There's also room for uh, to follow me on Instagram, to subscribe to my YouTube channel where I'm continuing this series as well. I'll have all of the information in the show notes. But until next time, guys, thank you for listening. And don't forget, it's time to constantly evolve and be open to those failures so that we can get to our wins. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you or hopefully we'll chat in our next episode. Bye, guys. That does it for today's episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember, this is the place to be to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that they coexist. It's also where you learn how to consistently evolve and be open to the failures that happen, be open to the opportunities, be open to the opportunity for change. Make sure you are subscribed. Leave your comments below about today's episode if you have any questions, comments, concerns. I want to hear all about them and I want to hear how you are using what you hear to grow your business, live the life you love, and have that quality of life that we are all looking to achieve. All right, guys, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, AFPatrick. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. All the links that you need to continue following and being a part of the BU Boss Squad community is listed in the show notes along with any other links that I think might be amazing for this particular podcast. Remember, we are on all the podcast uh, platforms. So if you have not already, find us and subscribe. See you again next week.